Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and y'all know how I do it. (laughs) Today I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry and today's poem is entitled How Did You Use Your Talent? Here we go. When I gave you your talent, how did you use it? Did you give it your all or did you just bury it? Did you share it with others or did you keep it to yourself? Did you only recognize it when it was seen in someone else? Did you take time out to master it Or did you just throw it all the way? Did you practice to perfect it each and every day? Did you give up on it without putting up a fight? Are you sleeping on your hopes and dreams each and every night? Did you take it for granted the seed in you I've planted? The talent I placed inside of you is to prove that my love is true. What did you do with your talent? I would really like to know. It was given to you for my glory to be, to be seen through your spirit and soul. But how did you use your talent? So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But I wanted to take a moment to actually delve a little bit deeper into our gifts and talents. If I were to call this anything, it would probably be gifted and talented. So I have had the honor and the privilege of meeting so many gifted and talented people over the course and span of my life to the point that I see a lot of hidden talents and I'm not sure if because of maybe these individuals being surrounded by naysayers, doubters, um, Doubton Thomases, um, if that has or has had any type of impact on them to where they hid their talents. I too have been guilty of it, but what I've tried to do whenever I've come across someone who I recognize that they are gifted and talented, I have tried to put a little spark in them so that they would not continue to bury that talent. And the reason being is because those are gifts, in my opinion, from God. And there's a scripture that says your gifts and your talents are without repentance. And so when I think about that, I think about a lot of times we may try to venture into certain career paths. And when we're venturing into these career paths, um, it may be because maybe it's a passion of ours. Maybe there's a spark somewhere. um, Or maybe we feel as if our gifts and our talents won't make the type of finances or won't bring in the type of finances that we desire in order for us to live a comfortable life. And so a lot of times we may opt to do something different because of that perspective. But what I've also seen 
are some people that have utilized their gifts and, pa- and talents and have mastered them to the point that they have found a way to receive their tangible income. And they've been very, very prosperous by doing that. I've seen a couple of people, I guess you could call it blow up. <laughs> Not physically, but I'm talking about in terms of financially overnight. At least it looked like that. But they were sewing into themselves when it came to their gifts and their talents. And so sometimes I look around and I kind of see the various things that I've been gifted with. And when I think about like, why did you stop that? Why did you stop writing as often as you used to? Because I used to be a writing sailor. Every time you looked up, I was writing something. Writing a poem, writing a book, starting a book. I have so many starter books in my archive, um, different ways. I actually ran across one yesterday. And when I started to read it, I had created the title, the table of contents. I had done all of that. I might have gotten to chapter five and then something happened. And so when I think about that, I'm like, why is it that, first of all, for me, I can't speak for everyone. Why is it that it seems at a certain season in my life, it was easy for me to just give up, to not sow into my my gifts, not sow into my talents. If I got a little bit of resistance, I would just throw my hands up and say, forget it. I wouldn't try to fight. I wouldn't try to press. I'd just be like, okay, you must be right. So I'm just going to stop. But now I'm starting to realize we're not supposed to do that. (laughs) We are supposed to treat our gifts and talents as the gifts that they are. What are you gifted in? What are you talented in? Why are you not sewing into that if you are a person that's guilty of that such as I and if you are sewing into it what is the fire that's under your feet that is causing you to constantly sew into your gifts and your talents what are you doing with them I really would like to know and because what I do recognize is that a lot of the things that have been placed on the inside of us it ain't even about us It's for God to get the glory through us and in us. And so now when I am operating in my gifts and my talents, I have kind of taken myself out of the equation, so to speak. And when I look at it from his perspective, this is for his glory. This is for him to get the praise. This is for me to draw closer to him. Because what I've noticed is that anytime that I'm operating in my gifts and talents, When I truly want to make sure that he gets the glory, the way that I operate is a whole lot different. And so now that I have become more mindful that I'm doing this for you, God, I'm doing this so that you could receive the glory. I'm saying this because it's never been said or I'm going to try it this way because I've never seen it tried this way. Um, And so I feel like there is not only liberty in that, but there's a gift in that from him. Because he's allowing you to tap into what he has placed on the inside of you. And the more that you nurture that, the more it begins to blossom. And then you never know where it'll go. 
I'm going to give you an example because I love to give examples. So when I was taking the time out to write the pages of my poetry book, I was experiencing something extremely traumatic. However, one of my gifts has always been expression. I don't have an issue with expressing myself by the grace of God. I'm able to articulate, articulate and convey exactly what it is that I feel and how I feel by the grace of God. And so because that was a gift that he has given me, when I was going through that traumatic experience of finding out that I had a tumor in my brain, I needed an outlet. And I had been writing my entire life, but there was a pricking Something made me realize that this was bigger than me. Now, keep in mind, in my mind, I thought bigger than me meant just make sure you leave your legacy for your children. Make sure your children know that there was a part of you that was a poet and you love to write poetry and you love to express yourself. and You love to put it that, you know, you love to put it on paper. You love to write. Make sure you leave that legacy for them to know. That's as far as I thought it would go. That's as far as I thought it would go. But I still nurtured it. I still read the pages of my poems. I still shared when asked to speak. I still ministered when asked to speak um, and to attend certain events. I still made sure that I discussed the words written on those pages. And I never knew when I was writing those words, that celebrities such as Bill Bellamy, Bruce Bruce, John Witherspoon, rest his soul. I never knew that when I was writing these books, Unique Jones, Lisa Nichols, I never knew when I was writing these books that there would be people of influence kept on stage I never knew. EJ speaks. I never knew that these people would own my book. One, if not both. All I knew is that I was using my gifts and I was doing it for his glory because he told me that I had a story. Many of them, as a matter of fact, that I needed to share. So I opted to obey him. I didn't know what that would mean. I didn't know what that would look like. I didn't know how many people that I considered and called friend would fall by the wayside. I did not know what I would lose nor what what I would gain by being obedient. But I knew that I needed to use my gifts and my talents. First off, because we don't know how many days and how our days are numbered. Second of all, second of all is because I love my children and I wanted to leave something for my children. And I'm glad that I operated in obedience. I'm glad that even when I almost gave up. Something told me to keep pressing. It's different for everyone. Sometimes 
those that are truly believers in God feel as if the Holy Spirit is what's pushing them to go a further distance, to go further than the now. Then you have others that are like, I have a spirit guide. Maybe they don't equate that to God, but they call it a spirit guide. You have others that call it their conscience. Whatever you call it, that desire within you to do greater concerning your gifts and your talents, I encourage you to operate and to listen to that voice, that still small voice, or if it's audible and is loud, whatever it takes in order for you to operate in your gifts and talents, I strongly encourage you to do just that. Because you don't know where being obedient to that voice and following how it is leading you, you don't know where it'll take you. I know that I still have not a clue. I get it. I get it. And I'm okay with that. I'm truly okay with trusting God and the process. I'm truly okay with enjoying the journey, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. I'm truly enjoying the highs and the lows. I I really, really am. First of all, it makes for great conversation. Let me just put that out there. (laughs) It makes for great conversation. Not only that, you get to learn about yourself. So on this journey, on this journey of self-discovery for myself, I'm learning that even if you're told that your voice doesn't matter, somebody is going to beg to differ. Try your best not to co-sign with the naysayers. Try your best to dig deeper. And the champion that is within you, allow the champion within you to be the voice of reckon, the voice of reason, the voice of now. Allow the champion within you when you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm just really sick and tired of being sick and tired of being told no. Oh my goodness, I'm really sick and tired of being sick and tired of being rejected. Oh my goodness, it has got to get much better because this right here just ain't what that is. When you get to that point, listen for the champion within. What is the champion within you saying? Nine times out of ten, the champion within you is saying, keep going. Don't be so caught up in what it looks like right now. Keep going. I could have put my book on the shelf as soon as I wrote it, as soon as I got my copy of it. I could have put it on the shelf and said, mission accomplished. And I probably would have been a-okay with that, right? But that's not what I did. Instead, every time a door opened, I walked right through it. I didn't have all the answers. Nope, not at all. Did I wing it a lot of times? I sure did. I remember being asked literally 48 hours before I had to do a presentation. Can I do a presentation? And I said, yes. One of my biggest fans showed up on the Zoom. And this is a person of influence. And he literally, (laughs) he literally gave me my props. But I wasn't expecting him to be present. I wasn't expecting the shout out, but it felt really good that P 
people have been paying attention. And it's not always going to be the people that you think. It's that. Oh, get it. Get it in your head, honey. Get it in your head. It is not going to always be whenever you are operating your gifts and your talents. And whenever you are doing something that you're passionate about, that you absolutely love for the people that you love, including yourself. At least I hope that's what, you know, you're a part of the equation that you love yourself because that's absolutely necessary. But when you're doing things for the people you love, you don't always get the recognition from the people you love. Let that sink in. When you are doing something for the people you love, you won't always get the recognition from the people that you love or the appreciation. And it's okay. It's really, really, really okay. Because what I am discovering is that it comes in a different way. Kind of like when you're sowing your tithes and your offerings or when you're sowing seeds, you may bless somebody with $100 and you're over here thinking, this person ain't never going to pay me back. Next thing you know, you go to buy a brand new piece of furniture and it's a $500 discount. Guess what, honey? You just got paid back. See, a lot of times we expect when we sow the seed into one person for it to come back, the harvest to come back from through that exact same person. And it's almost unfair to the person that you're sowing into. Just like the times that I've been a blessing to people, I've got to the point now that I'm just like, let me, Lord, you see what I do. You see why I do it. You know my heart. But there's no expectation for them to reciprocate the giving back the same way that I did it. Like that's, I'm past that. I'm, I'm older now. I get it. First of all, I didn't want to be a person that was always bitter and angry. So I had to change and reframe the way I looked at things for that reason. But what I noticed is, had I given up on my gift, had I silenced my own voice, I always wanted to be a person who was an author, a world-known author, and I wanted to have my books on audiobook. That was one of my, you know, dreams. I'm not saying it can't come to pass. I'm just saying it hasn't. And so, um, even though it didn't come to pass yet, what I recognize is that, no, maybe my voice is not on audiobook. Maybe I'm not reading my book on audiobook yet. I put a capital Y-E-T to that. <laughs> Lord, you hear that? Okay, so I digress. But I am still reading from my book. I'm reading from both of my books. So what that tells me is there is more than one way to skin a cat, honey. You don't always have to do it the way that you initially think it should be done. God may give you a God instruction or a God direction. It may come a totally different way. And you're able to do the very thing that you were trying to do just in a different way. This is my different way. I get to read my book of poetry, not in all one sitting. But if you've been listening to my podcast, then you have heard a lot of the pages that are in my book. And yes, it's been stated. Well, you know, you're pretty much just giving it to them for free. Freely receive, freely give. Right. Ain't that what the word says? I'll allow God to be the increaser of my life because 
my expectations are already only in him anyhow. So I don't mind freely giving because I know that he's going to find ways to make sure that it becomes a tangible blessing in one way, form or fashion. The fact that right now my lights are on is a tangible blessing. The fact that we have a roof over our heads right now is a tangible blessing. The fact that all the bills are paid, that is a tangible blessing, honey. You know the way this world is set up right now. Count your blessings while you can. But now I'm able to use the gift and I'm able to combine, combine the gifts because I love to speak. I love to talk. I love to talk. And I love to write. So I get an opportunity to talk about my writings. I believe that's an act of God. I believe that's another, another leg of my being obedient. We're at a point now that I've had over 2,600 listeners in less than a nine-month span. And there are people that have never met Teresa Reese. Don't know me. Don't know what I look like. And yet, they still tap into the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I'm honored. I'm grateful. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Because you don't have to listen to me at all. I get it. But I'm so glad that you allowed me the opportunity to speak. Even just for a few minutes. And just to say something, I may get it all the way wrong. You might be laughing at me on the, <laughs> you might be laughing at me while I'm talking. Be like, child, she pronounced that all the way wrong. What in the, you know, let it be what it is. It's for entertainment purposes only anyway. But I sowed into my gifts and my talents. I'm not done. At least I don't think I am. I don't know where God has taken me. I don't know where God has taken you. But my question today is, what have you done with your talents? Are you burying them? Or nah? I hope that you all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this message. And my short, brief letter to my future hubby, I was going to say beautiful future hubby, I guess he's going to be very, very handsome, is this. And it is dated September 23rd of 2021. Dear future hubby, I love you. I love your spirit. I love your mind. I love your heart. I know I'm going to love your body. And I love your soul. I thank God for you every single day. I'm not sure if I've already crossed paths with you. I'm not sure if I will cross paths with you in the near future or if it's going to be a whole decade or so before I ever lay eyes on you. But whenever that time comes, I already know that it won't be hard for me to say, I love you. I love you love Teresa. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one.
Bye. And thank you for listening.